Welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast with your host, Mathia Ford, CEO of Renal Diet Headquarters. This is our weekly talk about how you can succeed with a kidney diet. Brought to you by RenalDietHQ.com, a website whose mission is to be the most valued resource on kidney disease that people can use to improve their health. Hello, welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast. This is number 51. And I'm here to talk with you again about the things that are important to people with kidney disease and kidney failure. You can find all my notes and information I talk about at www.renaldiethq.com forward slash 051 forward slash 051. That's where you'll find it. Last time we talked about Focusing on improvements and making healthy meals at home and why that's important to eat real food, food that you can cook at home that you can identify as more of the raw, real food style. And um, I talked a lot about different things that you can do and how it's actually an improvement. Um, Number today, we're going to talk about herbs and spices and some simple blends that you can use for almost any dish. So let's get started. This week, um, I'm going to give you some ideas about eating simple blends, herbs and spices. First of all, you don't need to have salt, quote unquote need. It's a good idea to remember that salty is not a flavor in of itself. While salt might taste good sometimes, it's really boring in the spectrum of herbs and spices and true flavorings. There's so much more for your tongue to enjoy, so many more tantalizing flavors to make food truly taste like something special. You simply do not need salt to make a dish stand out and taste delicious. Herbs and spices can do for your more for your palate than salt ever could. Have you ever met somebody who... I don't maybe not, but found somebody who could identify, oh, this has garlic and rosemary and thyme. For me, I can identify some specific spices um, like cilantro or um, coriander if they're in a recipe. I can identify them. And tell you, oh, this has some garlic in it. This has some rosemary, thyme. So it's because if you get away from salt and you start using these other spices, you can get more, um, kind of more of a flavor spectrum, I guess. Simple, uh, simple sauces you can use for um, adding some spice to. So when it comes to making sauces, rubs, gravy, and more, you can use some simple herbs and spices to make your flavors something truly special. For example, garlic garlic, and simple fresh cracked pepper can make a huge impact on the flavor of your meal, especially when added to simple gravy recipes. A bit of paprika and a rub can bring out a sweet, smoky flavor. Um, those are just a couple ideas. You can add a little extra Italian seasoning to something like a buttery sauce to add to your noodles. That'll make them really taste good without having that red sauce. You get a little more depth of flavor. Herbs and spices offer something more than salt, and that is depth of flavor. 
Flavor is not just about sweet, salty, or bitter. It has many layers. And my son was telling me the other day that there's like a, you know, story that parts of your tongue taste different flavor profiles. But he said that's actually not true. It's just some areas of your tongue have a little bit more than others. But all throughout your tongue, you have all these receptors kind of spread out all over. So you don't just taste sweet on one side and bitter in the back. Um, so that just reminded me of <laughs> that. Sorry. Truly delicious food focuses on those layers, creating depth and entire profile of flavor may sound difficult like only a seasoned chef would be able to figure out those tricks but the truth is that creating a really special flavor profile for any given meal is rather simple so you can create that depth create that flavor once you step away from the salt shaker delicious ideas and alternatives creating your own special mixes of herbs and spices is very simple it all comes down to trial and error and using your nose you get an idea of what an herb is going to taste like and get a good smell you kind of do a little sniff test and if it doesn't have a lot of smell it may be have been in your cabinet for a little too long they say about six months is good um, sometimes rubbing a bit of the herb between your fingers will help release some of the oils and the scents so you can get a greater sense of what that herb is all about. That's what happens and that's why you kind of add them towards the end of the cooking period unless you're doing something like a bay leaf that cooks throughout and cloves. But otherwise you try to add the spices towards the end so they can bring out that scent and that flavor and that little bit of oil is what you can smell in the kitchen when you can smell freshly good cooked meal. Um, some popular herb and spice combinations to get you started are things like garlic and rosemary, which are great for fish and chicken and highly aromatic. So add a little garlic and rosemary to your fish or chicken. Oregano, basil, and thyme are great for Italian dishes and I call that the Italian seasoning mix. And then cayenne, paprika, and onion powder are very deliciously spicy. So it gives it kind of a little bit of a zing on your tongue. Um, other tips, if you think you need salt, sometimes what you need is something bright and acidic. So try adding fresh lemon juice instead. And don't be afraid to experiment with different herb and spice combinations, or you'll never know what you might come up with. I want to tell you one of the things that I do often is add like to my rice I'll add a little butter and I'll add a little bit of lemon juice now I could be tempted to put a little salt on it but I love lemon and lime flavors I especially love lime flavor but um, I like to squeeze that on my foods on my recipes on chicken on fish as a matter of fact, another thing I'll do to my chicken, if it's kind of bland, is I use um, like a sugar-free salad dressing um, called Brianna's Fresh Vinaigrette. And it has no added sugar in it. And I like to use that to put on my chicken at the table and kind of as a little bit of a dipping sauce 
for the chicken to give it a little flavor because I like my chicken juicy. My daughter likes hers dry, so I kind of tend to make it more dry and then add the juice at the table. So that's just an idea. Um, but last but not least, I want to remind you that salt-free seasonings are everywhere. So if you're unsure or uncomfortable with making your own herb and spice mixes, you can find the salt-free seasonings just about anywhere you look. A spice help pretty much good every grocery store every grocery store should have multiple options available. Another thing that I'll remind you of is that at I've seen in the grocery store in the spice aisle they have some little packets you can buy that have the spices in them that are just in little pouches or little plastic compartments. And I love that because it means that you can easily take the spices, mix them together, try it, and if you absolutely hate it, you don't have a whole jar of it. You didn't pay for a whole pan of it or cup of it or whatever it is. So I like that idea to try things. It also gets some mixes that you can try that you may not have thought of before. Um, so just overall, I want to remind you that you don't need salt. You can add some salt, uh, some flavor spices to simple sauces to make better flavors. You can get more depth of flavor. Um, and a good way to do that is to use your fingers and rub together the herb and kind of give it a little smell and see what scent it gives off and have a little taste, you know, put a little bit on your tongue if you want. Um, we have some popular spice mixes but also you may just want to have a little bit of lemon juice or lime juice in addition to that. And salt-free seasonings are available already done. So you don't have to start from scratch or do it on your own. You can always start with those. Just make sure, like I said, that it's salt-free. Pick onion powder, not onion salt. So that's um, it for this week. Thanks for listening. I really enjoy talking to you and please send me a note about the things you want to hear more about at podcast at renal diet That's it for this week. Next week, I'm going to talk about how to become an er expert on herbs and spices when you cook for kidney disease and cook for your family or your friends so that they don't even realize probably that it's a special flavor, a special dish. They'll just know it's extra special, delicious made by you. So thanks a bunch. And I will see you then. You've been listening to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast. Head on over to the website at www.renaldiethq.com slash go slash email to sign up for our email list and get exciting updates every week on what is happening. Thanks. And we will talk to you again next week.